This is Debbie and welcome to my offbeat journey to becoming a full-time location independent freelancer. I'll be sharing my tips and tricks as well as the realities of this offbeat lifestyle. Debbie and welcome to another episode of the Offbeat Life. Today I will be talking about a topic that some of you may be wondering about or maybe it hasn't even crossed your mind but it will help you when you are deciding on which direction to take in terms of your remote work options. So before you start applying and trying to land remote clients or remote jobs, there are a few things that you have to think about. The first thing that I always tell people who are looking into this type of lifestyle, into this type of freedom lifestyle, is to look at the type of life you actually want to have. This is so important because it will allow you to see which direction you're going to take. Now, if you're someone who's able to work well with less directions and you need more autonomy, you need more freedom with your time, then having a freelance job may be right for you. Now, if you're the total opposite, if you are somebody who likes structure and stability in terms of payment, maybe having a 401k or a health insurance, then maybe a full-time remote position could be best for you. It is definitely more of an option for somebody who wants to thread lightly into this lifestyle. You don't want to dive deep into it yet. You still kind of are thinking about your nine to five. You like the stability of it and you want some sort of direction. This could be something that you can think about. Or if you want both the stability but also autonomy, then finding a flexible full-time remote first company job could be right for you. So remote work first or remote first companies are brands or uh, companies that have been doing this for a very long time, meaning they have remote workers already. They have their um, things in place. They know exactly what to do with people who are working from home or really from anywhere else. So they allow you to be very flexible. It's kind of like um, the autonomy of having freelance work, but you still have that stability of a full-time job. I think this is honestly the best of both worlds. And if you can find it, I would suggest taking it unless you are that type of person that really needs that very stable nine to five job. But honestly, if you have a remote first uh, company you can work whenever you want so it's really up to you now understanding this and understanding what kind of life you want or lifestyle you want is really important so that before you dive in uh, you know what to look for when you start searching for that job because you don't want to start working remotely and then you still hate your life and the work that you're doing, which means you may as well have just stayed at your regular office nine to five job. 
Now, the next thing to keep in mind is that just because you are working remotely does not mean you will be able to do what you want 24-7. There will still be a lot of responsibilities depending on your job, of course, and you will still need to make sure that you are following deadlines and communicating appropriately with the companies and or individuals that you are working with. This means that even though you have autonomy with your time, uh, your clients and your managers or bosses do give you that freedom, right? Uh, it doesn't mean that you can just bring in the work whenever you want. If there is a deadline, you have to make sure that you are handing that in on time, that you're professional, because at the end of the day, someone is paying you to do something. So you want to make sure that you're doing the best job possible. So you just need to make sure that you're able to create a schedule that is realistic, but again, fits the lifestyle that you would like to have. Now, in terms of what to choose, either a freelance job or a full-time remote work job, the answer is really up to you. You will need to see what works best, again, for the lifestyle that you want to live. But here are a few things to keep in keep in mind. Now, creating an income as a freelancer, first of all, can be really unstable in the beginning until you find steady clients who are long term or you're able to find um, or be found by the right clients to make it steady work. There are sites like Upwork and Fiverr, um, which are some of the best companies where you can start offering your services then uh, since they are beginner friendly. If you haven't done this before, you can start sharing the services or your offers on these websites and you can experiment, but there will be a lot of competition and you will most likely be offering your services for very low prices so that you get enough reviews because these types of sites, you will need to be able to get a lot of reviews from people so that you will be trusted and people will keep coming back for you uh, um, for more. Now, once you have enough reviews, once you have enough experience, then you can start upcharging and that will allow you to make this more sustainable for yourself. So that's just something to keep in mind. In the beginning, you may not make a lot of money, um, but as time goes on, you can have steady work. But again, it's a lot of work, blood, sweat, and tears in order to get to that point. Another option, which I have done myself, is to find a full-time remote work from companies and to negotiate a contract position instead of a full-time position so you will not only have flexibility but also steady work. So this is kind of like... Um, you know, you can go and look for companies and they may offer a full-time position. Um, you know exactly, you know that they have a steady position because they're hiring for that. Uh, and once you get into the interview, then um, I would honestly suggest negotiating it once they offer you the position not before because then you could be like well would this be an option and if it's not if you really like the job if it is doable if it is flexible you can have it as a full-time position and you don't have to always kind of clamor 
to find clients every single week, every single day. And it's like paycheck to paycheck. At least this is a lot more stable than just a regular freelance work. I I have found this to be one um, of the best ways you can have the best of both worlds and to find steady work that still allow you to create a lot of flexibility. Uh, So I would recommend you doing that. And again, uh, you can either do it and negotiate it or you can find companies that are offering contract work. Just make sure that it's long term. There are some companies that are offering uh, work that is not long term. It could be only for a few months or maybe a year. And if it is as long as that, you could most likely negotiate it again as long as you do good work they will most likely want to keep hiring you as long as there's enough um, projects for them to have. And of course, if you want the stability, then finding a flexible online job is the way to go. I know this can seem daunting, especially if you're just beginning uh, to try to find a full-time remote job and you don't have a lot of experiences yet. But if you practice your interview skills and create a personalized resume, and I see this a lot, people will use the same resume for different types of jobs over and over again. And your potential employers will see that. That's probably why you're not getting the callback that you would like. So make sure that you're personalizing your resume, you're looking at your keywords, and also making sure that you are actually the right fit for that company before you start applying. Now, if you do this, if you are the right fit, if you have the right skills, then it should not be a problem for you to find that job. And I always recommend, especially if you are not comfortable with interviews, to just go on as many interviews as possible so that you can practice your interview skills. Um, Sorry about that. You're hearing sirens behind uh, or in the background. You know, I live in New York City right now. So <laughs> we have a little ambiance. So yeah, I definitely recommend you practicing your interview skills over and over again. And you may hear a lot of no's, but what you will get is really a lot of information on what types of questions you're going to get asked. And you're also going to understand how to answer them. Um, you're as time goes by, if you keep going in these interviews, you're not going to be as nervous anymore and you're going to have a lot more confidence that, than you've ever had before. The most important thing to do, honestly, is just to look for job postings to see what their company culture is like so that uh, you will understand what you are getting yourself into. So making sure that these companies really align with your values, the lifestyle that you want, because not only are you being interviewed for that job, but you are also interviewing the company to make sure that they're also the right fit for you. So again, if you don't mind working a nine to five, as long as the company allows you to work remotely, you should be fine. If they have a steady schedule and you're okay with that, you like that stability, then you can definitely find a lot of Companies that are hiring remotely now, it's a lot more prevalent than it has been before. But if you want more freedom, then make sure to look for companies that are remote first or allows you to have a flexible schedule. 
You can find this either on their job postings or you can also ask during the interview because one of the things they're always going to ask you is, do you have any questions for us? So you should definitely write that down and ask whoever's hiring you, um, you know, if they have flexible schedules, what is that like? What is the company culture like, etc. Or you can even negotiate it if uh, they do offer you the position, you can negotiate, hey, would you be able to allow me to have flexible time? Um, or even, you know, I can work four days a week for 40 hours and then on Fridays I have time off. You can definitely negotiate all of these things. It's just a matter of you asking for it. Um, and as long as it's not a deal breaker for them or a deal breaker for you, obviously you want to ask in a way where um, you're kind of selling it to them and they're not taking anything uh, it's not bad for them. It's kind of a win-win for the both of you. So that's a way for you to negotiate that. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's also something that I have done in the past as well. And it has worked. So I know it will work if you do negotiate properly. So there you have it, folks. Just a few things to think about before deciding whether you should be a freelancer or a full-time remote worker. Either way, as long as it fits your lifestyle. I know I kept saying that over and over again in this episode, but it's so important to re really align your lifestyle with the remote job that you have so that you can still have a work-life balance that you really love and enjoy. And it's not how it was when you were still working in a position where you still had to go into an office. So as long as you're able to have a balance with that, you can't go wrong. Well, that's it for now. I will see you in the next episode. And of course, if you have any questions for me, make sure to give me a message or send me an email at hello at theoffbeatlife.com and I will try to answer it here. Um, on the podcast or I will respond back to you. Thank you again and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more information and how you can start working remotely and live a freedom lifestyle.